sarcastic, witty, and not afraid to mix it up. Pop open a cold one and welcome to Three Dad Bods. Welcome everybody to another edition of Three Dad Bods with Brent, Carl, and Sean. Welcome guys. How y'all been? Hey, good. Yeah, been a busy week for me. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Good. Hot as shit here. With heat indexes hitting over 120 here in Nashville. It's, it's like I was t- saying earlier to you guys, the honest hottest I have ever felt in my life. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh, I see it's been that insane. Big red, you're getting that big red blob that was over the Southwest. It's now sitting all, all over the Midwest and where you're at. So. When you hit 102 and you add humidity on top of that, it is uh, it is just absolutely miserable. It's pure hell. Sounds <laughs> sounds actually horrible. It has been. It has been. Carl, did you start the new job? No, it's next week. So the day after Labor Day, it's training. So no, this last week was just kind of cleaning house and getting everything ready and kind of not much, you know, I'm getting kind of bored. So this extended vacations a little, a little <laughs> much. I don't know if I could handle retirement. Hey, Carl and Sean, <laughs> look, I got tickets to the home opener for UT. If you guys want to come on out. Nice. Oh yeah. yeah September, nice. September 10th and September 9th. Got tickets Vegas? guys. No, That's here. cool. The home oh, opener right. for Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, I got a question for you guys. This week, my son and I spent like two hours surfing YouTube on one song, just watching reaction videos from various creators who were watching this. It's called uh, Rich Man North of Richmond, a guy named Oliver Anthony. That's not his re- real name, but uh, I, I posted that. It's he's great. a redheaded ginger, and uh, good song. Uh, yeah, great song, and uh, he has a couple other good songs too. It's kind of funny too. He's he's posted some reaction videos too, especially after the Republican debate, because in the Republican de- debate they they started out with his song. So, but speaking <laughs> of. Speaking of Richmond, north of Richmond, a lot went on this week, and so that's what we're going to talk about on the news section today. Question, though, hold just yeah. you know, talking about that song. So, you know, he, he has that one. There's that guy that had Small Town America. Jason Why Aldean. is it that when and, and that's what country music is? Country music is patriotic. It's about the love of country. It, it's about you know the love of people. So. Why is it that when these guys send these songs out, which by the way, this Richmond North of, of or Richmond is not wrong. The song is 100% accurate. Why does everybody on the left get up in arms, but at the same time, we can have songs like Bomb Ass Pussy or... Um, you know, you know, yeah. Rap. Or, or you know, I mean, there's a oh. ton of songs that talk about is hating the police, oh. killing white what? people. Yeah, like, how come these songs don't get hammered and destroyed and everything in the media, but when somebody posts a patriotic song, it, it's almost like the left wants patriotism to be thrown out the door and be a bad thing you're you're gay you're and you're homophobic you're it's not the case it's not the case at all of course they don't want you to be happy about being american because they believe historically americans are ugly and they're they they uh, i mean well there are there are there are some truths to some of the complaints that they have as far as historical stuff. You know, I mean, the mm-hmm. U.S. government has done some really horrific things. The, the problem is they're not recognizing the greatness of America and the greatness of American people in in their complaints of the the ugliness. So, anyway. Well, they wanna they wanna they wanna divide everybody. So it has to be a black or white, or it has to be 
either you're trans plus you're you're for trans or you're against trans i mean that's right. that's just how it works right. i mean you can see it just in terms of politics too and i i think that's where it originates from because the 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 richmond north of richmond only stay in power by getting our approval by getting our vote and do they? how do they how well how do they get that <laughs> Well, how do they, they get that? They manipulate <laughs> it. Yeah, it, it's a game, and they've just figured out how money is the fuel for that game, and acquiring that money is 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 I think probably the root of all evil in terms of politics. But uh, speaking of that, so this week was an interesting week. So you had at the beginning of the week, Brent was the one that kind of messaged me he says you watching that republican primary i'm like oh i didn't realize it was on so i flipped on youtube and so i I caught part of it and then i also knew trump avoided the so okay so first let's talk about the i'll just set the stage so there's eight guys on stage and that fox is doing the uh, debate okay and that same night, Tucker Carlson is interviewing Trump uh, independently on Twitter. And then, I guess a day or two, Trump's supposed to be going into, I think that was Tuesday, and then Thursday, he was going into uh, Fulton County, Georgia, to be booked and, uh, and, and set his defiant mugshot across the world. So, let's talk about, first of all, the Republican primary. So, Brent, what, what were your thoughts? Initially, 10 million people watched the the debates. 10 million people. In the first 20 minutes, 20 million people watched the Trump-Tucker interview. And overall, that night, over 200 million people watched the Trump interview. This is what I think, and, and this is what I don't understand. The Democrats are so bent in trying to do something to Trump. In all honesty, if after Biden had been elected, they just stopped with Trump, I don't even think Trump would be running. He wouldn't have near the popularity that he has. But every time they do something, and I think it's because we as American people do not trust anything, especially this current administration, we don't trust anything that they do. We don't think that they have the best interest of our people. We think that they are purposely trying to put this country downhill. And every time they do something, it adds more fire to this Trump fuel and Trump fuel and Trump fuel. 200 million views. That's almost well, a quarter of a billion people. And if this continues and they continue to try and prosecute, which is a stupid thing, anybody has the right to question the legitimacy of an election that, that's not Wait, against the law do you guys know who? but alan the more that they try is? to do do you know who alan dershowitz is yeah 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 so alan dershowitz yeah. considered to be one of the premier authorities on constitutional law he is a liberal he i don't know if you saw this i and i think people and sometimes the news may have kind of suppressed what he said but um, he said that he was the, the lead on the Al Gore challenges back when he and President Bush ran. He said that he did the same the thing that Trump Chad, did. Right? He, he and Gore did the same thing, essentially, that Trump did, that he's being prosecuted for in Georgia when, President, when, when Gore ran for election. So why is it suddenly illegal of what Trump is doing when they did the same thing back when Gore ran and lost? Well, yeah, it's a good question because also think about this. This week I sent you guys a a quick little message about COVID restrictions all of a sudden popping out from the uh, nowhere. Mass again. Election time. uh, Guess what they're going to be pushing for? mass ballots from the mail why 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 would that be a big deal can i ask versus having to go into a polling location and casting your vote at a polling location what 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 how how easy is it to commit fraud 
on a just I'm not talking mass fraud, but I'm talking individual fraud. If you're living in a home and all of a sudden there's eight paper ballots just sitting right next to you. I mean, how easy would it be to fill those in for your friends and family? I mean, it, it's well, it's, they're supposed to have signatures, but, but, it, did, but it didn't. It didn't happen, though. Nothing happened. Right. No, we can't prove it. That's that's why I'm worried, guys. They're 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 making the moves again to set the table. Now, the question is, we willingly, like a bunch of lemmings, followed the rules. Sap, you know, we took when they when they had the, the two week or four week, except for Brent, we stayed at home. Uh, we wore a mask at the store, the bank. Are we going to do that again if they try it again? There will be a large segment of people that will, and there'll be a large segment of people just like last time that will that will chastise, that will bully, that will you know, tear down those that refuse to comply. And look, you know, I, I saw something the other day that said, if I gave my dog three rabies shots in a year and my dog still gets rabies, that tells me that the rabies shot doesn't work. Okay. You've got this vaccine that is causing a plethora of health issues to all ages, especially the young. You've got pushes of of trying to take real meat off the market and use artificial meat to feed to the, to the people you've got i just read a story don't know how accurate it is but the fda is trying to remove salt and use a salt that bill gates has that has moderna written all over it to be oh, pushed yes. into the public and, and and these are the things that I that I was just talking about that they cause distrust in the government and they're adding more and more fuel to this Trump train that when I watched that debate in a short answer to your question, Carl, I honestly felt like I was watching an interview for the vice president of the United States. Amen. A freaking man. Yeah. I, I was very disappointed. I've been very disappointed in DeSantis. I thought DeSantis <laughs> would be a much stronger candidate. I mean, that guy is... Whoever's telling like the guy to, do, to be happy and smiley, and cheer, he's got to quit that, okay? He, he's got to go up there and say, look, I'm a dick, okay? <laughs> You're not going to like some of the things I say. I'm not a happy-go-lucky, friendly guy, but... I will follow the Constitution. I will do the things that I say I will do, and I will be the best candidate up here. He's got to quit this. This smile was like I terrible. Asked, I asked my establishment GOP buddy what he thought of the debate, and he thought Nikki Haley had won the debate. I asked him why. And then I, and you know, he, he went off about how she just is smarter than everyone, and she. She talks the talking points better. And then I, I, I was watching a kind of a news thing on the debate, and they were going over it. And then I, it dawned on me what the, what the difference is. The Republican Party is split into two factions right now. One is the old school George Bush, Mitt Romney. Let's, let's talk about you know lower taxes. Let's talk about strong defense. And then you've got the populist portion of the Republican Party. It's the Trump portion. And it is immense. It is powerful. And I, I think that's why you look on 538. I guess that's the one everybody likes to look at as far as polling data now. Trump is slaughtering these, these guys. And the only one on that debate stage that I feel could stir any emotion was Swami. What, what, how do you pronounce his name, Sean? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Sawami? I, I don't know, but he, he I, got I think it's Rasawami, isn't it? Well, he's the only one that would... Uh, you know, it's funny, too. He's he's in hot water right now because he hasn't uh, gone to any... He hasn't voted in a recent election in 2020 or 21 or 22. And uh, so. one of the comments, he was, well, he's very libertarian. I'm like, God, he sounds just like Brent. That's oh boy. the kind 
that's the kind of Republican, though, that the Republican Party is morphing into because this old school crap. I mean, it. I'll tell you what. I listened to Nikki Haley. I felt. I mean, I wanted to literally fall asleep. Pence. Oh my gosh. I, I mean, could I? I couldn't even get through some of his answers. Pence is terrible. Uh, Pence is uh, absolutely who, who? terrible. Asa Hutchinson. I mean, terrible. that's a, that's. I mean, that's nineteen seventy six Rockefeller Republican. Those guys are fossils now. Also, those guys all in favor of of funding the Ukraine. Oh Terrible. yeah! Did you did you see anybody that who is is in favor of funding the Ukraine is automatically off any list that I will ever vote for. The only there were only two candidates: DeSantis and well, three: Trump, Razawami, DeSantis, and uh, yeah, Vivek Swami. <laughs> out of those, out of those three, I think right now, I I think you're right, Brad. I think it's really. I think DeSantis needs to go back to be governor of Florida. He do, he seems to have done a great job there. Maybe 2024 is not his year. And so he needs to fire his campaign staff. They suck. Yes. I totally agree and, with you. So Ramasamy or Swami in his closing statement said every word that old school Republicans want to hear. He said there is one God over our country. There are two sexes, man and a woman. You know, he said all these things that the left has tried to take away from our ideals and put them into his quote-unquote beliefs. So you got to take that with a grain of salt because that's what his campaign is telling him. This is the talking points that are going to capture all these voters. And that's what set him up. There was him saying those things. And Absolutely. and Joe Schmo sitting, you know, on his backyard like I am out here, hearing those points like, "Yes, bring it back. We need our country back." You know, and but can he deliver the policies? That's the question. Can he find a way to unite Democrats and Republicans? Those are the things that have to happen because, again, say what you want about Trump, but Trump's first 90 days in office, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. Who's well, the last guy who Trump did that? Right now. Who's the last guy who actually well, Trump, did that Trump. besides Trump? Not many. Right. That's well, one of the reasons why oh, people – I just got to say that's one of the reasons why – People who support Trump are so rabid about it because when he said he was going to do something, he did it. Well, the other thing is Trump doesn't trust anyone this time Especially around. foreign countries. Oh, he he's going to go in and clean house if he wins this election. So I guess the big question is, like Brett said, who's going to be the vice, the VP? And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think he wants another Millie Mouth Pence. As is Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake. Uh, maybe. She's running for Senate in Arizona love, against Sean. What do you think of that? I love that lady. I love Carrie Lake. Yeah, I don't Lake. know. It, it'll be interesting really to watch. It'll be interesting to watch all the uh, the stuff, how it goes down. What's really interesting about, and, and I know people aren't going to want to hear about too much about this, but there's um, the... The Senate currently has a woman named uh, Kristen Cinema, who's the senator. She, she took over the old seat that uh, McCain had um, had uh, for so many years. She ran and won as a liberal Democrat, which is odd here oh, in shit, Arizona. Guys. So you might not want to hear too much of this, and I, I won't get too in depth with it. But there, the current senator, Kirsten Cinema. She ran as a liberal Democrat and won, which is kind of odd in Arizona. But she, since she became the senator, she left the Democratic Party. She is now. True. So she's she did not join the I Republicans. Didn't know that. Yeah, she didn't join the Republicans. She's still, um, you know talking with the democrats uh i can't remember the word sorry but she's essentially she's um an independent she is philandering <laughs> philandering yeah wasn't she a throuple wasn't she in a throuple of some sort before her first election she ran what? as a republican right 
No, she ran yeah. as a. She's always been a going. Democrat. She's always been a Democrat. Oh, okay. I mean, she was a she was a big right. anti-war Democrat. That's how she got into state politics to begin with. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that'll be really interesting to watch. Based, but uh, there's there's a when she when she became an independent, the Democrats really turned on her, and it, which is really interesting. So it'll be interesting to watch. She's still- from what I understand, she still votes Democrat most of the time, right? As far yeah, as a she, lot of she issues does, still. But it's interesting because she's it's it's like she's <clears throat> becoming more and more libertarian. Which is really well, interesting. The, I guess the question I have is Maricopa County's pretty moderate would be a good, a good way to label or liberal. And that makes I sense wouldn't say that. it's a big city, but the I question wouldn't say is, that. I wouldn't say that well, at all. Well, why why did Lake lose as governor? Fraud. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I There's mean, a big there, question there are a lot of there. people that say fraud, but I was close. I, yeah. the, honestly, there have been There's a definitely crap su- suspicion. Ton of, there have been a lot of liberals who have moved in here from California. A lot. And yeah. so I think that that had something to do with it. But there were also, you know, there are were some accusations of irregularities. And I can tell you, as far as some of the stuff that, that they're upset about, is uh, there were problems with uh, some of the election equipment. So some of the printers weren't printing correctly. And some people were being told, uh, hey, we're, we're having problems. You come back or stand in line for the next two hours if you want. So I, what Carrie Lake is accusing them of is running a crap election either on purpose or through dereliction of duty and people became disenfranchised because of it and it uh, swung the vote towards her now she being the secretary of state the katie hobbs being the secretary of state she in arizona that means she's in charge of the election so she was in charge of the election all the election equipment, all the election organization, and she was running for governor. So people are saying that yeah, was improper, the... which right. I think it probably oh, was. Well. Yeah, imagine being in charge of the election that you're running in. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so Sean, let me ask you. Go ahead. No, I, you're good. I was going to, I was going to say, you know, and Carl, you kind of brought up a little earlier kind of a a two portion part of the Republican Party. Some believing in this, some believing in that. Are we starting to see that now, Sean, in, in the Democratic Party? Because you look at, you know, the senator that you talked about, then you look at Robert Kennedy Jr., who has adamantly stated a lot of the policies of Biden and and, and thoughts and ideas he's not behind them, that those are not part of the democratic ways and he's kind of running more on a old school democratic platform do you think we're going to see more and more people in the democratic party like that come out and maybe between those democrats and those republicans they form a third party how awesome would that be (laughs) yeah it's interesting it'll it'll be really interesting to see how that uh, transpires but the problem that I see with that is that he's he's running basically as a Kennedy Democrat, right? Which is, you know, from 50, 60 years ago. So a lot of the people that I think embrace that are probably the older generation and they're dying off. And so I don't know. I really don't know. I think over the, 60. I think who he attracts are a lot of independent voters rather than a lot of the Democrats, because the Democrat Party really has been taken over by the extreme progressive wing, which is really driving most of everything. So well, it'll be really, speaking, really interesting. Don't you, think, don't you think those same voters, don't you think those same voters, though, that are the old Kennedy politic, you know, political ways are also the same people that are God over country first? You know, a lot of the the things that some of these Republicans were putting out. Don't you think those are the same people also? 
I think he I think he could split some of the unwashed from the uh, Trump support if you're talking about those type of people that feel underrepresented. Robert F Kennedy would be for uh, unions which those people are as well. Trump I mean Trump's kind of a an anomaly in a way. I mean he's the only one in 2016 that was speaking up for the little guy. And because everything's got so corporate and and you know let's let's look at why are so many of these politicians invested in Ukraine? Well, it's because that's where the money is. That's where the their the, money is. Right. That's where it's coming from. And so at this point you know, RFK, Bernie, you know, Trump, they're all candidates that aren't part of that Richmond, North of Richmond framework. And so I think this election is going to be fascinating. Who's going to end up winning? Now, the Democratic primary is going to be interesting because you've got three guys. Newsom's very, very hardcore. I mean, if you ask most of these Democrats that elected Biden, they want Newsom. But the problem is Biden has to get out of the way. Um, well, they're setting Newsom's him up the right biggest now. biggest fucking idiot that ever lived on the face of the earth. Now, and set- then you've got Bernie and RFK Jr. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. A bloodbath or the Democrats are going to cheat and get Newsom as their nominee. Which they did. I mean, you remember what happened with Hillary and everyone else back in 2016. They changed the rules at the last minute to make sure she got all the superdelegates. That yeah, was a sort of path to the nomination. It was a setup. And I don't. I, I expect the same thing this year, too. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I think Trump's got this thing wrapped up. I, I do not I see it's anybody. It's going to be a landslide. Oh, it's not even going to be close. Especially so. if Newsom gets in there. Newsom would be the worst political person that you could ever put for our country. There is no larger fucking idiot on the face of the earth <laughs> than that dumbass you know well, I'll be wearing ass. To? you know no. who his aunt no his his auntie no. is uh nancy pelosi who's eating oh my god nancy pelosi i can hear there you. you go there you go that and, and that explains everything i mean you look at so my mother-in-law was in san francisco this last week well she was in san jose because they didn't go to San Francisco because it's too unsafe. The these cities of homeless people on the streets, the unsafe environment that, that they have created, Nancy Pelosi and Newsom have created. Nancy Pelosi is responsible for that area in San Francisco, and she has done, fucked everybody up in that city. You know, she was the biggest mayor. group of idiots that have ever run a country. Well, she also represents that area, Senator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all terrible. That place is messed up. Absolutely terrible. That's why hey, they're all well, moving to Arizona. I, I want to talk about, Carl, you know, you, you, yeah, you, brought up, you brought up unions a minute ago. 20 years ago, I, I was pro-union because I felt at that time unions had the best interest of people. I, I don't feel that way today in 2023. My wife being part of a union with AT&T, the Teamsters Union is not nearly what it used to be. These unions cave in to the companies because they're getting the money back. They, they have become regular politicians endorsed by the dollar. And now, I see. so for example, AT&T was gonna go on strike. And the union says, hey, AT&T, in November, six months from now, uh, November 3rd, we're gonna go on strike. So you'll want to ramp up and make sure you get all the hired on call centers in place so that you don't lose any call volume or or any of your work. What's the point of having a strike? (laughs) The point of having a strike is to cut things off, to show your value, to put people in a bind. You don't say, hey, six months from now, we want you to be prepared because we're going to go on strike and we won't be able to manage the phone. So make sure you got people in there. Who does that? That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I don't I have mixed feelings about unions because obviously 100 years ago, 50 years ago, we needed them. 
I still think we need them, but like you said, they've been politicized to the point where why, and and it all comes back to donations to why do we need them candidates, Carl? Why do we need them? I mean, I I'm gonna be well, really, I don't know why we need them. Brent knows that I've not been a, a unions supporter for a very long time. I used to think unions did a lot of good. Now, you know, longer than twenty years, uh, I think they do a lot. I don't, of harm. I don't know. I think. They might, yeah. I'm not saying that they're innocent of any wrongdoing. And in fact, Brent kind of described what the, the the current union situation is like. I think back in the 70s and 80s, there was abuse from unions as well. And part of the reason why a lot of corporations sent their work to foreign countries. I think I think the problem, though, is that there are work, I mean... I can see it working for a large corporation. There are times where the wages are extremely, it's amazing how everybody, I mean, looking for this new job, it's amazing how the market quote corporations have set living wages to the point where, you know, a lot of these people can't make a living, can't pay their, their living expenses. So you're, you're, I, I mean, it comes down to this. I mean, is it is it the corporation's responsibility to pay good no. wages? No. Okay. So their their sole existence is to make at one hundred percent money for their stock stock investors. That's the only important person in the whole equation. That well, that's is the, the investor. Way, that's the way the stock market is is set that's up. That's the purpose so of having a business. If, <laughs> yeah. If okay. People don't. The purpose right. of a business is to make as much money as you can. So here's the deal, Carl, and I feel very strongly mm-hmm. about this, and I really don't give two what's about uh, what other people think about this. So here, so here you go. If people aren't, if people don't make enough money at the job that they have, then quit the damn job and go get a job somewhere else. And if you can't command a higher wage than what you are uh, currently getting, then you need to make some changes in your life to be able to do that. So you either need to go to school or you need to uh, develop a skill that is in demand that will demand that higher p- paid position. That's what you need sure. to do as a person. It's not the company's job to make sure you do that. It's not your neighbor's job to make sure that you're able to do that. It's not my job going through the drive through at a restaurant to give somebody a 20% tip on the the whatever I get when, you know what I mean? It's not it's your responsibility. You're an individual. You need to grow the hell up and do what you need to take care of yourself and quit so, asking and demanding okay, so, that other people do it for you and not expand your abilities to, to demand that. So if conditions at your job, let's say you're an Amazon employee and they are pushing you to do things that, and the conditions at the warehouse that you work at, the uh, OSHA regulations that they're supposed to follow aren't being followed correctly. And this continues year after year because Amazon has enough money to always beat the rap when it comes to the government. Plus, they're paying a lot of money, these politicians. So as a group of individuals that work for Amazon, you shouldn't have the right to to Who said uh, that? say no. These can, Well, that's Who? what unions are were created leave. in the first like place. Like Sean no, said, leave then. You're conflating. Like you're yeah. conflating things. <laughs> yeah. No. But that, no. That, so that's here, not so, realistic to expect hundreds of thousands of people just to leave their jobs. You're you're conflating I mean, some things here, Carl. Okay. So mm-hmm. you, you, when you said people don't have the right, nobody said that. Nobody said they don't have the right to. Uh, what do you call it? To get together and demand stuff. Nobody ever said that. Be a, what I'm saying right. is, be a that, as an indi- right? Is an individual. It's your responsibility to take care of yourself, right? You need to do things yeah, that enable that. you to do that. Sometimes you have the options or you always have the option to quit. You always have the option to become a whistleblower. So there's a lot of different options that people have to be able to accomplish that. People just need to get off their butts and actually do something instead of calling for politicians to uh, improve their life do it yourself. Improve your own damn life 
and get off your butt and quit worrying about social media and quit worrying about all this and other stuff and take care of yourself like a damn adult for crying out loud. Damn, Sean, you're sounding hard. And Carl, and Carl, look, if I could be fired from a job for expressing, but but if I could be fired from my job for expressing my opinion wearing a shirt that says that there's only two sexes, it's the same thing. If I'm working at a job that continually puts my health and my well-being in danger, why can't I speak out about that just the same way that a person speaks out about a shirt that I'm wearing in public? Same exact way. You should. Yeah, you should. But the point is, it's the the society that we live in right now, it has never, ever been easier to pick up and get a job somewhere else. It used to be a lot more difficult. You know, and it used to be a lot more difficult for people and, to do that. And what you're it talking about, and Carl, what you're talking about right is, is, is why unions began. But if you look in the 20s and in the 30s and in the 40s and 50s, 60s, all the way up into the 70s, that's why unions were created, because there were horrific working conditions. Yep. People got tired of it, started with the coal miners and the coal workers to demand rights, to demand higher pay. And they were able to do that at that time because there was no threat of wages being lifted so high that the company's going to go, fuck it, we're going to move our stuff to China. There was no China and offshore manufacturing in the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. You look at the steel industry and how booming it was. It was enormous. It ruled the world. But as offshore manufacturing became more and more in effect, the power of the unions decreased because that'd be like today having McDonald's employees on a union and instead of them making seven fifty, eight fifty an hour, they're making twenty five dollars an hour and the guy that does hamburgers will only do hamburgers. Nothing but hamburgers. I can't help the guy with lettuce because that's not my job. Even though he's behind and we got a line of people out here waiting, but I'm gonna make my twenty dollars an hour. And that's where the unions went wrong. They didn't mold they didn't weld into the environment that's going on around us agreed okay all right well i still think the i mean you're not going to get agreement though we're from a lot of people uh that listen basically because either they've been conditioned to believe that unions are a good thing or uh, but answer that why are they a good thing Oh, I don't know. You can ask the UPS drivers right now. They're, they're making a lot more money. Well, uh, yeah, and it also costs something instead of – okay, I'm going to bring something up here. So the United uh-huh. Auto Workers. So your UPS been, rates are going to go up now. Yeah, the yeah, UPS my, rates go up. My. So the, the United Auto Workers have been threatening that they're going to go on strike, right? How uh-huh. how Did you know that like it's like a third of the vehicle that you – the cost of the vehicle right now? Is the price of that is no. It it goes towards paying the costs of union health care. That's Unions. it. Oh, is that what it is? That's now? it. Okay. So how how expensive are cars yeah. right now? Yeah. So you look at a sixty thousand dollar car, twenty thousand of that car goes towards unions. Yes. Well the other, no, it goes the other thing the is it, it it's not it's not just that too. It's government policy as well, pushing these auto dealers or auto manufacturers to go electric. Um, right, but but I mean, what, that's that's a separate ridiculous. issue. That's a separate issue. So what yeah. what my point is that your the vehicle costs are it, it have been just going crazy as far as uh, how expensive they are. Most people you don't have a car payment nowadays under a thousand dollars. It's crazy. It is ridiculous. You know, well, the, you don't have a you don't you know have a hundred thousand dollar cars are. So. You know how many hundred thousand dollar cars well, are out there right now? Yeah, it's crazy, I hear you, Sean. But here, here's part of the problem, though, and it might not be related to unions at all. But you've got a thousand dollar car payment. You have a two thousand dollar, and this is this is where these all these politicians need to come to some kind of consensus or a plan that they're three grand right there right off the bat because three grand before insurance three grand before you're not even talking about before electricity three grand my insurance is fifteen hundred dollars a month yeah yeah. i used to i I used to pay 250 dollars a month i hear you here's where the problem is the problem is incomes levels have not increased as quickly as the inflated uh, expenses that americans are paying and this song that you just is so popular right now to the masses is just pent up being pissed off 
and looking at DC and saying, why the hell aren't you guys figuring this shit out? If we don't figure it out, we got some major problems brewing. That's, We're being taxed, 50, being taxed 50%. I would like well, half my money back to help pay for these bills. That would help. That would help. <laughs> I'm sure some businesses would like a little more money back too, helping in terms of expanding, maybe paying a little bit more. But will they? That's the real question. But uh, you guys are getting into some really complicated stuff. <laughs> oh, I know. So, anyway, it was interesting. <laughs> interesting week. We're probably going to have some more. No, this isn't going to turn into a political show to anybody listening. But uh, this was tune in three dad bods political election twenty twenty four. Well, I think the first debate was kind of the kickoff, and I'm sure you guys will all tune out till election day, relatively soon. So. All right, let's talk some sports. Yeah, so I don't know if you guys heard earlier earlier in this month, the Baltimore Orioles. Can anybody name the last time they were in a World Series at all? I don't I really care. Very, very long time. Anyway, Baltimore Orioles announcer Kevin Will or Kevin Brown, he was removed from the broadcast booth for making an accurate statement his statement was and they were playing they're playing the tampa bay rays in baltimore or in in tampa bay he said it's been a minute the orioles split a two-gamer with the rays in june they had lost their last 15 series here in tropicana field you have to go back to when our now colleague brad brock was picked up the, when he picked up the win in the series finale in 2017, the last time the Orioles won a series here in St. Pete. And because of those comments, he got suspended. Why? That's what everybody wants to know. It's the truth. He was talking poorly about the organization. Well, it's true. You haven't won a series since, <laughs> since then, the last 15 series. Why would that be something of an issue, something of a problem? Because the owner didn't like it, and he said something to the business dudes in the in the suits, and they said, "Okay, you're you're suspended." I, I, I that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, corp, corporations are kind of odd that way. They they want everything to be positive. They don't want any negativity spoken publicly that would make the uh, organization look bad. So but it's fact, it, and that's what the news is supposed to do. That's what a sports caster is supposed to do. Is and there was nothing yeah. offensive. There was nothing. Does um, he work for the Ravens? Where's, where does his guy? No, he, he works. He works for Baltimore. He works for the Orioles, and he was stating a fact like, yeah. "Hey, we haven't won the last seventeen series here in Tropicana Field." Well, oh my like God, a, that's so thing. offensive. <gasps> oh. um, I, I guess they're paying his salary. That's the only thing I can say. That's fine, but what is so bad about that that you are suspended? And I don't even know if he's back in the booth yet. It's been since he, July that he's been suspended from there. He needs a union rep. That's what he needs. Rep. <laughs> yes. That's what we need is a union in the media. That's exactly Strike. what needs to be done. Strike, baby! Strike! <laughs> How awesome would that be to have a media strike? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man, man. Well, oh, right now, ho Hollywood's still on strike, so I'm uh, not not that anybody's lost any sleep over that. Have, so, what are they striking it? over? Molesting I children? What? Have, have, I, has that affected you at all? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Child trafficking has dropped. Uh, seems yeah. like kind of helped out. Getting, they should strike more. Yeah, no more woke crap to watch on on movies. I, I, it's great. Um, so I mean, okay. Other well, Go ahead. What, what? What? Okay. So basically suspended for how long? Just a day or two, or we don't know. No, he's still suspended since since the end of July. It's been over well, a month. Well, since he works for a specific organization, and basically his paycheck is signed by that executive honestly i i don't he's not working for an independent news group that's unrelated to the baltimore orioles in that case they have no say in terms of what he says or how he says it other than the organization he works for i i think the press in general has lately become too corporate 
anyway. I mean, you have, I don't think there are any independent press companies really to speak of. Well, there are, but they're not, not the big ones, Sean. Not no. the ones that make the no, most you're right. uh, like, impact. Uh, yeah, you're you're talking about like you know, the CBSs of the worlds and all of that stuff. You're yeah, you're. Or they're right, but... considered right, or they're considered right wing. <laughs> so I, I I just think that the problem that guy has, unfortunately for him, is he needs to get a new job. He needs to quit and go move move on because, uh, frankly, the Baltimore Orioles management and ownership doesn't like what he's saying on air. I find another flunky they'll do what they say terrible reason to be suspended oh, I, speaking I, the truth i agree but i mean what can't i mean it, the same logic applies though to our last conversation when we were talking about unions the if if you're going to be pro-business then the orioles have the right to suspend it right oh 100 percent they might logic. do it, it yeah. might be stupid yeah. for whatever they're doing but, but does it say anywhere in right. his contract i mean it doesn't but, mean we have to follow the Oreos, which I don't. No, so, but but you would need but, to have something inside that contract that states, "Hey, you cannot say any negative thing about our organization." They could try that. that I can't guess. have a legit. Seems like something like that. You could be. You could take that to court as a as a as a I grievance or something like that. Yeah, those contracts are pretty strong. I look. I mean, the the bottom line is. Again, back to what we were talking about before, if the corporation says you can't say it, you can't say it. And well, that doesn't mean we can buy their product or service. And so as a consumer, you're pissed off about it. You have the right to say, hey, Oreos, I think you're idiots firing this guy over a comment he makes. But bottom line, that guy has, as you said, the right to go work somewhere else and then talk about the Oreos some more. So, I mean, it's America, right? And and speaking of America, yesterday, college football has Yay! come back. College Thank football goodness. has returned. I don't know why they call this week zero, by the way. Don't call this week zero. It's week one. There's college football games during the week. That's week one. We had Sorry. not a bunch of great games going on. I, you know, I, I watched it, a little bit it, of the Bandy Hawaii game. Too. Notre Dame, looked, yeah, Notre good, Dame looked good against Navy. I mean, they should no. win like that against Navy. Hey, guess what? <laughs> the last four or five years, Navy has yet to score a point on their opening game. So that's not anything to get excited about. That's true. Kittens, the, yeah. the Cougars did that. USC looks like they aren't as great as everybody thinks they are. They, they had a... San Jose uh, State. Yeah, they have a defensive State. problem. And on Thursday night, Sean, what happens Thursday night? The Utah begins. Oh, begins, this is, begins. This is which, like by the way, there was a poll the taken, and the Utes are ranked number 12 as the top 15 teams over the last 20 years. I didn't so see any mention of the kids inside there. starting against the Gators? They might. No. Well, He's playing. I the, oh, the first uh, long-haired party boys playing huh okay he's listed as he's listed as the quarterback number one but who knows that doesn't mean he's going to be the starter he's just listed on the depth chart as the starting quarterback well the second string guy he's out he's out right he's he he has like a kidney issue because they beat the crap out of him in practice that's too bad for him so okay well uh, the kittens doesn't sound like he's strong enough so the Florida boy is going to come in and whack the Utes, or the Utes going to whack the Gators? Prediction. In that environment on Thursday night, after what happened last year when the Utes should have won, blowing yeah. three red zone touchdowns, I, I think the Utes are probably going to win by three touchdowns. I, that I, atmosphere I, is going to be crazy. I, I was going to. That's exactly what I was going to say. I think what's, they they could possibly the win by twenty one points. I think the spread is what's ten that? or seven. The last I looked, it was seven. I think. Florida. Florida and Florida State are are these media loved teams that they get boosted really really high and then when they're out there on the field they don't perform. Florida State is ranked like sixth, I think. They I'm, yeah, I'm are not that points. great. 
I'm taking the points on the Utah B- or Utah Florida game. I'm taking Florida on the points. Well, that explains and a, half. a lot. That explains part of why you're a BYU fan. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Gators. Now, did you guys go speaking ahead. of the if Gators? You want to put money on watch, that? Uh, waste that. Go did ahead. you watch the, Did you watch the criminal Urban Meyer and his no. uh, Netflix? Uh, and I heard the comments on it. I, I they didn't even talk about him. They they didn't oh, talk he about was on the whole time. But they didn't talk. There's so many things they left out. They they, they didn't oh, talk about is. who's the tight end, the the murder tight end. Um, oh, Aaron, Hernandez or what was Hernandez? His name? Uh, Rodriguez. They didn't talk about the Ponzi brothers. They didn't talk about Urban's wife and the kids. They did, I mean, there's so huh. many things they left off. They actually, they talked about they Cam actually, Newton. It was, a, it was the Tebow and Urban show. Pretty much the entire. I watched it. It was. Yeah. It was the Urban Tebow show. I mean, they didn't talk about Cam Newton, how he was a better quarterback than Tebow. He was Cam and Newton was a Gator. Did. He was a Florida Gator. I know. He, he should have <laughs> played for Florida. They would have probably won another championship. He got suspended him. because of some criminal activity he did. I mean, there's they, a lot of criminal activity. Any of that stuff. Well, but, well Meyer. Urban had a good story. Why, though? Because the freshman ended up uh, getting killed after he got suspended by urban and so that's why he was so lax with everyone else that the years afterwards i mean gotta watch the netflix show man urban looks like saint urban in this show versus what urban really is like so it was an interesting uh, white well wash of the uh, florida gator criminal show so i the thing with urban He's a great coach. He's an incredible motivator. But when you're at the University of Utah, okay, the expectation at the University of Utah, even today, is not nearly what it is at the University of Florida. No. That is pressure that not many people on earth can handle. And he couldn't handle that. And so he came in, and he won at Florida. He, he did yeah, win at he Florida. Did. He recruited well at Florida. However... It is a different environment. It's a different type of fan base. It's a different type of hate mail. It's a different type of pressure that's put on you than at the University of Utah. If he stayed at the University of Utah, he probably would have won maybe one or two national championships at the University of Utah. But, boy. I don't know. What are you talking Absolutely. about, Carl? You don't even don't even I, I how can you be there's only, uh, one, there's only you, one national you, championship in the state of Utah in football and it's in actually there's Bobo, two Utah no University of Utah has a national championship oh, the vacated one from USC hey that one's it, more legit than BYU's win over a six and six Michigan oh, team oh oh yeah <laughs> right okay whatever <clears throat> okay Sean let's get to the day in history do you have anything other than Talking about oh my, the Utes. Oh my! Well, that's the most important thing, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yeah. So uh, this. Uh, so this week in history, there is a kind of a big thing that uh, affected Carl in a big, big way. The Nineteenth Amendment really? was ratified. Yeah. The Nineteenth Amendment. Yeah. Do you know what that was? Women's right to vote. <laughs> What's that got to do with me? What do you mean? John, you're trying to be funny. It came off <laughs> it came off like a lead brick. No, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought it was very accurate. Yeah. Great yeah, job, John. You, I like hey, that. Hey. Yeah, because you two like to gang up on me during these shows. Yeah. So whatever. So what year was on. that, Sean? Uh, well, yeah, what year was that, Sean? Quit, quit, try, quit the personal personal insults. They're not going over very well. And go to the actual facts. Oh, I thought right it went now. very well. It went extremely <laughs> <Yeah>. well. <laughs> hey, August Carl. 18th, 1920. On, 1920. And hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you what know that? what state pushed it over the top? No. Brent? Tennessee. Utah? Tennessee. No. Oh. Not Utah. Oh. Are you kidding me? Utah, I think the state of Utah. Not Utah. Might, Are might, you kidding? I think they might. Woman needs to know her place in Utah. I don't yeah. think they. I don't think they ever. They're probably still don't allow it in Utah, do they? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't no, you have so, to have like a recommend or something? For... 
to vote? <laughs> to get to vote? Not not yet, but they're working on Interesting. that. Interesting. So yeah, so yeah it was Tennessee. So do you want do you want a little history of what what happened in Tennessee? Yes. Yeah, well, that's why we have you do the segment. Okay, go yes. ahead. So basically, and I'll just make this kind of quick, but in the state of Tennessee, the Senate, I think it was the Senate passed the amendment, but the House in Tennessee, it took a little bit of work. And one guy changed his mind on like the fifth vote and it became it became history. So it was a one vote that passed the the change in Tennessee. And so when people say a single vote doesn't uh, help anything, a, a single vote gave women the constitutional right to participate in elections. So there you go. Well, let's see. That was 1920. And, and uh, when was the... Uh... When we first started voting in the United States, 1780s, so only 140 know. years late, right? You, you want to know what, well, you know, it's interesting. And it didn't that, happen uh, immediately, did it? No. No, it, what do you mean it didn't voting? happen? Yeah. The first election. Like it voting. wasn't, no, it didn't. It, like the very next election, it wasn't like all women can vote. It wasn't like that no, at all. It took no, no, years, no, didn't it? Meant that. Oh, no, meant that. I'm talking the, about the original the, the, election. Yeah. Are you talking about minority women? Because it still they still struggled a I'm little bit, in, about, yeah, especially in the South, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, no, yeah. it uh, it 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 for the most part, no, it, it did change that completely. So it, it's very interesting, uh, very and, interesting. And, so and, do you, what? do you want to know why the guy changed his mind? Yeah, why? He got a note from his, his wife. Told him to. <laughs> no, no, he got oh, a really? he got a he got a, a letter. Mama said. A, yeah, he he got a note from his mom, and then the next vote he changed. So I I, I don't mom. I don't That'd know be what something she my said. mom would do. <laughs> You're not, I'm not cooking anything else for you the rest of your life if you don't vote the right way on this one. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I love it. Way to go, mom. Yeah. yeah. Way to awesome. go, mom. Well, yeah, that's it's cool. a good thing. Well, well, it's a good thing, yeah. Well, it's only, like I said, 120 years late, but uh, I guess no one can complain now, right? So, What are you talking the about? Patriarchy, the patriarchy is dead, so don't, we can move on. You know, the funny thing about that is that, uh, I don't know if you pay attention at all, but there are a lot of people that wear these funny-looking hats that uh, go on go on protest and and you see things like keep your hands off my uterus and which is you know i mean that's why i, I said it had a, a large effect on you because i've seen you in those protest lines yelling that so oh absolutely i got the hat you've got like that a, pink hat that uh, looks like carl's got carl's got the biggest uterus i've ever known <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah to both of you anyway yeah. Carl, do you, yeah. do you do you burn your bras? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you guys suck. Hey, <laughs> this is what I had to. De- I mean, to to the audience, this is what I had to deal with most of my life when I grew up with these guys. So uh, it's just hey, it, way to put it with you burning your bras too. So it goes yeah, both ways. So <laughs> it, it it comes down to whoever's turn it is to get burned at the stake. That day, uh, hey, do we want to bring there. up our new podcast that'll be coming out here soon too? Oh yeah, that's true. Our, we're we're working bonus. on a new one. Hey, listeners of Three Dad Bots, Brent, Carl, and Sean here again, and we want to introduce you to a new podcast called The Origins of Religion. Thanks, Brent. Sean and Brent and I are now going to start a new podcast. If we're not changing anything from the previous podcast, we'll continue to bring that out each week for you. But the three of us got together, and because of some interest in previous podcasts we had on religion, Sean, tell me a little bit about what you thought when we were talking about that. What was what excited you about the whole concept? It's, I don't know why, but I have a lot of interest in history and religion, how it's evolved and changed over time, and how different religions have influenced others. And it's it's 
it's really interesting and I've read a ton of stuff. I'm not a trained historian or philosopher, but I've definitely read a lot and I've had some college courses and just really interesting stuff. So, Kind of a new format or agenda with this particular podcast. This one is going to be broadcast every two weeks. So we're going to spend a little more time doing research and putting together a really good audio and video portion or episode for you each week. Stay stay tuned because the first episode we're going to bring out in we're going to bring out soon. So make sure and tune in and listen. And guys, great podcast, great talking with you guys, and I hope everybody has a good week. All right, awesome, guys. We'll talk to you later. See you, boys. Thanks for listening to Three Dad Bods, and make sure to catch their past episodes on Spotify, Apple, and Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure and leave a comment to help stroke their fragile egos. <laughs>